States of America, and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good morning. Are there any public comments? Hearing none, we'll move to item four, approved consent agenda. Is there a motion? Yes, sir. A motion to approve consent agenda items. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. Item 5.1, presentation and discussion by Predictive Data Lab on campaign performances, KPIs, and analytics. PDL, can you hear us okay? Yeah, we sure can. Yes, we can. We can hear you guys. We have a little bit of um, feedback, I believe, but so far so good. All right, good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year. This is our first presentation of 2024. Um, 2023 was a really good year overall, so um, we are hoping for an even better 2024. Uh, I'll pass it over to our analyst, Atik Alam and Oren Fanuk, so they can walk us through um, our latest report. So, guys, take it away. Perfect. Yeah. We'll just go ahead and share our screen. All right, perfect. Let's go ahead. Can you see that? There. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ron. Um, so yeah, like Angela, you'll need to flip um, it if you don't mind. I'm sorry. It's um. Sorry. Say that again. You'll need to flip it horizontally. It's um. There you go. You're all. You're all set. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, so like Angelie mentioned, we are essentially covering Q1 of fiscal year 24. Um, we're excited because the hotel and vacation rental numbers are looking really good. So strong start to the year. Um, a lot of that can be attributed to the Midwest campaign that we launched a little, um, a little bit earlier in the year. Um, so we're going to get right into it. Let's go ahead and go over the summary. Um, so we're going to cover hotel and vacation rental campaign, web analytics, uh, Zardigo, the in-house media buys, and finally economic impact. Uh, I apologize, Atik. If you don't mind, can you share your screen? My yeah. Wi-Fi is being very bumpy. No worries at all. Just give me one second. Atik, if you don't mind, too, if I could just ask these gentlemen here, you know, we have a few board members missing this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the the deck in front of us. Mm -hmm. You know, if we could just, if we could go through this just quickly, uh, if these yeah. gentlemen have any questions for you, it would save everybody some time, I think. Yeah, absolutely. No worries at all. So we will kind of go through this very quickly. Um, so the main thing we wanted to go over really with the hotel and vacation rental metrics is the occupancy numbers for vacation rentals were looking really good. Um, only city we were behind in terms of vacation rental occupancy was Corpus Christi. Um, that being said, because of the ADR being higher for South Padre Island, we were ahead of Corpus Christi and RevPAR. Um, and one key important thing to kind of note here is uh, really the falling off of Port Aransas. You see, they've come here, on, uh, they've really followed up here in third place, whereas uh, this time last year, they were in second place. One thing that this is kind of an indicator of is um, with uh, occupancy numbers kind of being more of a uh, determining factor in REFPAR this year, um, it's really 
a benefit for South Padre Island because South Padre has always been better than Port Aransas in occupancy. And ADR numbers are kind of, uh, they were really, really going really high the previous fiscal year. That's kind of slowed down a little bit. So all that to say, now that it's more occupancy dependent, we're really seeing South Padre really take the lead in terms of rev par when compared to Port Aransas. You can see for both um, November and December, um, South Padre finished first, while uh, Port Aransas was finishing third. So that is kind of a change in um, in how we've seen things in the past. Um, we kind of see this in the hotel metrics as well. So you'll see here, we resurged in occupancy for fiscal year 24. October, we were 4% uh, ahead of last year. Same thing for November. December, we were about the same as last year, but overall we're seeing the occupancy has kind of made a comeback from the previous fiscal year. And that's especially significant because occupancy is going back up, but the ADR that we were seeing um, is maintaining, if not getting a little bit bigger as well. So. Um, Realistically, now that we're seeing ADR stay at that high number that we were seeing last year, along with occupancy going up, we're really seeing really strong numbers in terms of RevPAR and revenue. Um, so a lot of this can be attributed um, in terms of the occupancy numbers to the Midwest campaign that we launched. Orange is going to go over a little bit how we can see the guest check-ins coming in from the Northeast markets. But all that to say is, um, again, the strong occupancy that we're seeing this year combined with the um, high ADR that we've kind of seen since last year is a really good indicator for overall revenue numbers that we're going to see this fiscal year. All right. Perfect. I will jump into the paid media performance. Um, this is showing our sum of impressions and our sum of clicks. As you can see in October, we kicked off our FY24 campaign. We've driven high numbers of impressions and high numbers of clicks already in FY24. On the right, you can quick see the metrics for December as well for CTR, CPC, and CPM. Pretty middle of the road metrics as we look uh, in the past year, but overall we're trending well as we kick off FY24. Next, we have our campaign performance here. Here, the campaign bars are making are made up by the sum of impressions that they're contributing to SPI's FY24 overall campaign. Our top three campaigns in terms of impressions so far are our college spring break campaign, our Midwestern market campaign, and our family spring break campaign. I do also want to call out the SPI Mexico campaign as that has continued to drive a high amount of impressions um, as we've been reporting on it. So a great success in that smaller campaign as well. And then on the right, you'll see campaigns are broken out uh, by CPM and CTR based on how they are performing in those metrics, metrics as well. And then finally, we have our platform performance. As always, we like to talk about our marketing funnel here. Our Meta, our TikTok, and our Snapchat are going to make a large portion of our clicks and impressions as they make up for that awareness, that top portion of the marketing funnel. And then we supplement that for the consideration and the convergence, uh, conversion stages of our marketing funnel with our programmatic, such as Adelphic, Buy-in, Nexon, things like that. You will notice the CPC's high on Hulu.com. That's simply because Hulu is not recording clicks. It is purely based on awareness. So the CTR, the CPC is just a little misleading uh, for Hulu. So nothing to worry about there. 
And then finally, we have our Midwestern visitation analysis. We put together this slide just to show the efficacy of what we are doing on a small campaign for SPI Midwestern markets. In the top left, you'll see our three pink boxes. Our most popular Midwestern state is gonna be Minnesota. They lead the charge in terms of guest check-ins with 312 guest check-ins. Our total Midwestern guest check-ins are 712. And that average guest ADR for our Midwestern guests is $208.49. You can take a look at the radar charts on the right. They're gonna break out states based on average vacation rental price, average revenue per guest, average ADR and total guest check-ins. Um, I welcome you to take a look at that a little bit later, um, just as we're trying to move quickly. But overall, we're seeing wonderful results with our Midwestern market campaign on a very small budget. Um, so we look forward to finishing out the rest of this campaign as it wraps up at the end of March. Next, we'll jump into website performance. Um, the story is pretty similar here across the board. Um, starting with total users, we have outperformed FY23 all months of FY24. As you can see, 193K compared to 154K in December. And the story continues for October and November. And then looking at web sessions, again, a very similar story. In December, we delivered 206,000 web sessions uh, when compared to FY23's 169,000 web sessions. And November and October also follow that trend for FY24. And then you can see on the bottom, we have 2.06 million sessions and 1.41 million uh, sessions in 2022. So a large increase so far. And then finally, we have our new users page. And again, the narrative is very similar. We are outperforming all months of FY24 compared to FY23, 1.6 million new users in FY20, FY24 compared to 1.09 million new users in FY22. And I just quickly want to touch on what we can really attribute this performance to. Um, all this is being pulled from GA4, so this is not a measurement uh, miscalibration. This is purely just, we have a little bit more budget. We've been doing solid optimizations on our web pages as well as our tactics, and we're seeing the results, which are very encouraging. Yeah, and just to add to that, um, FY23 was already a very strong um, year in terms of web traffic. So the fact that we're improving on that is uh, a really good indicator of campaign performance. And then finally, we have our user journey map. Um, we always take a quick look at this to see how web page, our landing pages are operating. Our top three landing pages by session count are things to do in South Padre, things to do dash South Padre, and then our TAN memorable, our Mexico campaign landing page. As you can see, we're always looking for that next level besides the just original landing page and things to do in South Padre, the things to do dash South Padre, I've done a great job of pulling people from that landing page deeper into SPI site. They're looking at plan your trip, event calendars, things to do. Um, so we're getting good engagement. Another quick call out is that TAN memorable page. That's our, our Mexico campaign page. Thanks to the great work of SPI's in-house team, they did some great optimizations on that landing page. And we have also seen a much higher rate of users going deeper from that TAN memorable page and exploring what SPI has to 
Yeah, and that's actually a big improvement from last year as well, where we saw a lot of people coming to that uh, Mexico page, but kind of dropping off. Now that we're seeing actual people going deeper into the website, like Oren said, it means that the in-house team is doing a really good job of optimizing that page for um, engagement. Next, we have our top pages by sessions. Uh, no surprise here, our spring break 2024 is our top page by sessions. Our things to do in South Padre Island, Texas is our second highest in terms of sessions. And our things to do in South Padre Island, Texas is, enough, is our third in terms of sessions. And then coming in at fourth again, that Mexico campaign continues to deliver a high amount of sessions. So looking forward to seeing um, later in the presentation when we talk about our Mexico visitation. And then finally, top pages by bounce rate. Um, the big story here is the TAN memorable page used to be number one. It is down to number four. Again, thanks to those optimizations that we did, um, the in-house media carried out. Submit a meeting request. We expect our bounce rate to always be high on that as users are typically clicking submit and then leaving the site. And then our family Espanol South Padre Island page there might be some opportunity for the in-house team to do some um, optimizations there to make sure users go deeper. And our family spring break, South Padre Island, again, maybe that's an opportunity for us to optimize that page a little bit so people go a little bit deeper, especially as we're getting up to that spring break campaign uh, portion of FY24. And then jumping into Zartico data, uh, we'll start with visitation by DMA. This is actually a really great story now that we talked about our Midwestern markets. You'll see at the top, we have our standard uh, visit, our, our standard origin markings. We have the Rio Grande Valley, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Houston, Texas, making up the top three portions in terms of visitor percentage total. But the story really gets interesting when you look at Minneapolis, St. Paul, down at number eight on the list. While it makes up a smaller percentage of the visitor, uh, the visitation total, it makes up a very large percent of the visitor spending total. So roughly 9.6% of the visitor spending total, that comes in second on this list of 10. The main takeaway here is we are bringing down quality guests with our Midwestern markets campaign, and we're seeing the results in, the, in, our, in our Zartico data, regardless of the smaller amount of visitation, Minneapolis is still driving a large amount of visitor spending. So again, the efficacy of that Midwestern market is doing wonderfully despite the small budget. And you also see Kansas City, Missouri on this list of top 10 as well. It's a little less in terms of overall visitor percentage and visitor spending, but again, we're seeing it on the list of top 10. So hats off to the Midwestern campaign so far. And again, uh, the budget was is a little lower for that campaign, but the high average spending that we're getting plus the visitation does indicate a very high ROI for that campaign. So another positive for that Midwest campaign. Next, we have visitor spending by category. Our top two categories are always food and accommodations. Again, these fit really well with our personas. Our fall personas, our main targets were the event-driven millennials. They really care about culinary experiences as well as affordable uh, accommodations. As we've transitioned into our winter personas, we have our winter family getaway and the winter Texan. Again, food and accommodations are very important to both of these personas. However, the story really comes down to outdoor recreation at the bottom. As you'll see, it makes up a smaller percentage of the visitor spending total, but it makes up a very large portion of average visitor spending. So while there may be less people you know, partaking in these events, when they do partake in these events, they spend a large amount of money. 
And it's very important as we're driving into these winter personas that we keep on advertising SPI's awesome outdoor recreation opportunities, the beaches, the fishing, the other opportunities to get outside, the winter Texan and the winter family get, get away have high motivating factors for outdoor recreation. And then just as we talked about in the last slide, this ties very nicely into that outdoor recreation piece. Again, when we're using these winter personas like the winter Texan, the winter family getaway, they are coming out of these Midwestern markets to escape the cold and get outside. SPI has beautiful opportunities for outdoor recreation. So continuing to drive that content and messaging, showing that outdoor recreation opportunity will be pivotal as we wrap up the rest of our Midwestern campaigns. Next, we have accommodations and attractions. And again, this goes for all of our personas that we're targeting. Everyone cares about SPIs, budget-friendly, um, nice amount of attraction uh, accommodations, as well as the different attractions that SPI has to offer during these winter months. And then finally, we have our Mexico visitation by trip type. This was a really interesting slide um, for the month of December. You'll see that San Pedro, Reynosa, and Monterey are the top three as per usual. They actually decreased slightly a few percentage points this month, but the main story is when you get down to Apodacha, Mexico City, Santa, Santa Catarina. These are all new markets that we have not seen on this chart last month. And you'll see that they are actually driving a high percentage of overnight stays as well, making up for those small decreases in the top three. I think the main takeaway from this is, we talked to the in-house team during our, um, our internal meeting, and they had spoken about starting advertising to Mexico City and the surrounding areas. These are markets that we might wanna tap into in the future as we're already seeing encouraging results from this preliminary look at just December. So very encouraging on this Mexico campaign, potentially some new markets for SPI to take a look at as we're seeing great results in terms of overnight stays just in this first month. Yeah, and just to add to that, uh, year over year, we're definitely seeing a much bigger increase in the long day trips and overnight stays. So not only are we capturing new markets, we are getting these people to stay a little bit longer at SPI. I think a lot of that has to do with optimizing the uh, Mexico landing page, the Mexico campaign, and also people being like we kind of saw going from that page to planning their trip, which leads to them staying longer amounts of time. Then finally, we have our in-house media buys, starting with Radio Monterey. This is the formula offering. Our weekly average reach was 62,000 and our daily average reach was 12,000. Moving on to Radio Monterey's radio portion, our total ad listens were roughly 2.6 million. Our total spots were roughly 112 and that total reach comes down to about 47,000 for the radio portion. And then as always, we have our KVU TV metrics. The main takeaway here is we are over delivering monthly additional impressions by roughly 3000. So again, getting added value from KVU, very happy with that performance. And then we always break down our spectrum streaming TV in our three categories. Here you'll see Austin comes in third across the board in terms of impressions served, completion rank and completion rate ranking. You'll see San Antonio comes in second in terms of impressions, our completions, and our completion rate. 
And then finally, as has been the case uh, for the past few months, our Laredo streaming TV continues to perform very strongly. It comes in first in terms of impressions, first in terms of completions, and finally first in terms of completion rate ranking. So again, Laredo has continued to outperform the other two markets. And we do not have the uh, hot tax for this for November yet. So that brings us to the end of our presentation. Any questions, feedback from board members? Well, it is, uh, it is it's dreary outside here today. And so, you know, I kind of get uh, brought down with the weather a little bit instead of being you know, another day in paradise, we're having to put up a little. <laughs> Um, what that does to me also is I'm looking at this year and I'm, I'm a, you know, you guys are a predictive data lab. So what, uh, all the trends are good and I, and I, I appreciate the information a great deal, but I also would like to kind of get a feel from everybody else where they think the rest of this year is going based on all kinds of political issues based on economic mm -hmm. issues and those kinds of things. And are there any other kind of indices that we need to be kind of keeping an eye on? just as those kind of things come down the line. I know that's a kind of a really vague comment, but it's still just uh, looking ahead uh, at these things. I'm just wondering if there's other things that we need to be kind of monitoring. It's all good information, it's all good stuff, but I just, just a little nervous for some reason. If the weather's good, they'll add come. anything on that? <laughs> What's that? If the weather's good, they'll come. That's true. <laughs> It's true. We, we can't predict the weather, though. That's we owe you that one. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the one advantage of SPI in terms of, you know, if we do face economic you know struggles in the, in the coming months is that SPI is price friendly. So that is a benefit of this particular destination. Um, but I think Warren and I, we can definitely do some deeper digging as to some of the trends we're seeing in the overall travel spectrum. And then how that is projected to affect, uh, you know, occupancy and ADR in the upcoming months. But again, I do think in terms of, you know, economic climate does net go down a little bit negatively. Mm -hmm. SPI is kind of well equipped in terms of what they offer for that. Mm -hmm. And I'll quickly speak to the campaign performance. We also have real-time metrics that we're monitoring all your campaigns on behind the scenes. Our results are really promising right now. We're seeing encouraging results as we push into January. Um, so no red flags on the campaigns as we speak. Again, we can't speak to outside factors yet, but in terms of what we're providing this year with the optimizations and the different strategies, we're seeing very solid metrics across the board that are being reflected in vacation rentals, hotel data, and things of that nature. So knock on wood, but hopefully nothing to really worry about. We're seeing very encouraging results right now. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, we are constantly providing optimizations and monitoring everything um, and informing the Zimmerman team in real time. So we don't go a month or two months and then look back at the data and are like, oh, what happened here? Too late. Um, so we're taking steps to mitigate any, you know, damages that might happen. We can't predict what's going to happen for the full year, but we are uh, a few steps ahead Um <laughs> of the game to to prevent any any bad things to to happen well thank you for those encouraging words i'll do my best to not let the weather affect my mood <laughs> uh, one, one quick thing i did want to mention is um i'm encouraged by the, the the metrics that were going on in mexico and i want to kind of just remind everybody that this year easter is in march and so um if we can kind of pay a little keep that in mind because that's gonna they're normally going to travel quite a bit so whatever mm -hmm. we're doing in Mexico, if we can 
either add to it or uh, definitely continue, but if we can add a little bit to it, I would mm -hmm. certainly encourage it. For the week, for Easter week and then the week after, I think is, is it Pascua? Is that what it's called? Semana Santa. So we have Semana Santa. Well, there's Semana Santa and then the week. They normally get two weeks off, like different grades, and so the different ages. And so Semana Santa is the Easter week, and then they have what they call Pascua, which is the week after. So um, after Easter. So if we can make sure we concentrate on that, I'd highly recommend it. Mr. Henry, to please keep in mind whenever we're comparing, whenever we talk about spring break and Semana Santa, we need to combine March and April together because it jumps around. There's no point in comparing March numbers to last year's March numbers because it's not the same. Right. So historically, we've tried to combine those numbers together those two months. So we get get the whole picture. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Denise will walk us through some of the. Uh, I don't want anybody social. getting up in arms over. Yeah, it's not fair comparison. I got you, I got you. Denise. Um, Denise Villalobos, marketing communication specialist. Um, so yes, to your point, yes, we are aware that the Semana Santa this year is a little bit earlier. It kind of overlaps with our month. Um, long for spring break that we have here. Uh, we're already very close to like securing an activation uh, in Monterrey as well uh, in February. So that way, you know, they're gonna be giving out promo items and with our current contract with Radio Formula. And then also one thing that I would like to mention, uh, if you notice one of the top cities in Mexico that popped out for the month of December is Tampico. And in case you didn't know, Tampico has its own beach. So it really tells a lot that it shows us as a top city you know, that they actually decide to make the trip over here. Um, and then for social ads, paid social ads as well, uh, we're, we're adding um, the cities of Tampico as well, including Saltillo, just so we can keep that momentum going. Thank you. And, and Thank Aero you. Mexico is now flying into uh, uh, McAllen starting in February from Mexico City, so that's a huge market for us, 22 million people there. Any other questions for PDL, gentlemen? All right, PDL, thank you very much. Um, you all do a wonderful job um, every month making all, clarifying all of this information that we've been acquiring. And yeah, Tom, yeah. I mean, I'm optimistic. Okay. Awesome. Thank every month you guys. has been better than the last. Thank you. Thank you. Stay, stay dry. <laughs> thank you. We'll move to 5.2, presentation discussion regarding the CVB monthly report. Number one, special events. IT, can we get the deck, please? This is all good stuff, too, Tom, because while we can't control the weather, with all of these events and the sales team, what they're doing, the efforts they're making is awesome. We're giving them a reason to come here regarding, you know, regardless of what the weather is. April Brown, Special Events Manager. Um, I just want to start out by talking about our quarterly calendar. Um, Luis is handing these out the last couple of weeks. It's for January through March. Um, thanks to the marketing team, they've been really branding all of our event efforts, and it's been great. We have um, 11 by 17 flyers that are going up at all the businesses, and we actually printed about a thousand um, hand, uh, like a small flyer, four by four by six for our um, winter Texans. They love a paper copy, so we make sure to have that for them. Um, but if you haven't gotten one, please let us know and we will provide you with one. 
Um, so this month we held a pickleball on Padre, January 8th through 12th um, at the convention center. It was a free event full of lessons and open play. Um, daily counts averaged about 200 people a day, which was great. Um, JR, who Luis was working uh, with throughout this process, uh, is great to work with. He really knows what he's talking about, and he has his own personal following, so he got a lot of people to come out. Um, so it was a great event, and we're looking forward to hosting uh, actual open play and a tournament in 2025. So we have those dates for the last um, week of January through early February. April, how many people showed up? Um, so the daily count there is about 200 a day, so over 1,000 people. There was a line about 100 deep, right? Before yeah, the first day, um, we it opened at 8 o'clock to register, and the convention center opens around the same time. So there was a line of people waiting to get in, and our ops team actually opened up the doors a little bit early for them so that they can get in. Cause, and if you think about it, the weather was really bad that week, um, so they couldn't play pickleball on the outdoor <laughs> courts, so they came over to um, the convention center, and we're... Uh, working with Debbie Huffman to see if during that week we can maybe do some of the tournaments outside if, the, if weather permitting. Mm -hmm. Is this something we can do year-round? Uh, it seems so popular. Yeah, we plan on doing this um, every year. In fact, uh, we're, 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 we're working with Raul and our team to figure mm -hmm. out events for our winter Texans um, to keep everyone um, busy during winter Texan season. This was a tremendous success for winter Texans. It's great. great. I heard nothing but good things. Thank you. Um, moving on, um, this isn't really event related, but some other um, additional projects that um, we are working on. So South Padre Island uh, SPI team is hosting a tourism town hall. Um, so the purpose of this is just to inform the community, the community of who visit South Padre Island is and um, just kind of inform them of what uh, we do for our community. And we'll, you'll get updates from a lot of our, uh, from our each department. So you'll hear from marketing, sales, and events, and then from Lori and Blake as well. Um, again, we're hosting that at, oh, this is, it's actually at 6 o'clock um, on Thursday, February 22nd at the Brew Pub. So we're looking forward to inviting the community out for um, that event. Do you have any questions in regards to the event? It's a great idea. Thank you. Um, and then we are also going to be at the same time running a tourism resident uh, sentiment survey. Um, that'll run from February 20th through March 5th. So our team, along with Longwinds International, is conducting like an online sentiment survey. Um, and the purpose of the survey is to understand our residents' um, perception of tourism and its impacts on its community. And also, again, to see if they understand what Visit SPI does and our purpose in the community. Um, in addition to that, it'll also help us um, complete uh, what's called a DMAP, and that is the Destination Marketing Accreditation Program. It's the highest level of accredi accreditation that a community and an organization like Visit South Padre Island can get. Give us national recognition. It's about a 100-step process that'll take us nearly a year to complete. Um, but it's something that Destinations International, which is like our leading um, uh, DMO organization, mm -hmm. they set the standard for um, organizations like us. So we um, plan to enroll in that um, here pretty quickly. And this Tourism Resident Sentiment Survey is part of that. So we're looking forward to seeing the results and seeing how this um, just grows South Padre Island as a community and a destination. Great. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Um, so some Fighting. examples there are... Uh, 
are what you'll either get in the, uh, the mail or um, in uh, some digital surveys. So you'll have a link that will do take you to the survey and then um, we'll send something out so you can scan the QR code. And at the uh, Tourism Town Hall, we hope to have like iPads or computers or something like that. We're still working on it to see if we can get residents to sit there. There's an incentive for them to complete the, the um, uh, survey. It's completely anonymous. Uh, we would just get the person who would win the drawing essentially for filling it out. Cool. Cool. Any questions? April, um, we are advertising our Tourism Town, town Hall today. Yes, it comes out this afternoon. Come, we'll buy you a drink. Yep, complimentary drinks and appetizers. Yep, and we'll educate everyone on the value of tourism and what it means to our economy. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent work. Good morning. Morning. Myra, Myra Nunez, Sales and Services Manager for Visit SPI. I'm in um, for <coughs> Harmony. She is attending Texas Association of Convention and Visitors Bureau. Uh, it's an educational midwinter conference where she's at. Um, so what we wanted to let you know was our numbers that we had for the month of December. We sent out a total lead of 19 with an average increase of 57% year over year. Uh, the potential of room nights of 1,832. And there was a typo on the next line that number should actually read 2,475 contracted room nights. We are pacing at 2713, also above year over year. Some of the activities we had during the month of December, we, were, we hosted the um, Texas City's City Management Region 10 lunch, um, and that was in coordination with um, uh, the executive director for TCMA. They'll be holding their annual conference here in June of this year. Expected about 500 attendees. They requested 1,700 rooms. They have contracted 1,500 as of today. Um, it went very well. We had a lot of um, a lot of city managers from all the um, from all the valley, including Willisey, Cameron, uh, Hidalgo. Uh, and we also had some um, special speakers from the um, city of, um, gosh, where were they from? Um, College Station. They were here and did a special presentation. So that went very well. Um, then we also attended the uh, hosting of the um, lighted boat parade viewing party that was hosted by the Holiday Inn Resort. And we had some clients attend. And some of the travel that we did, Mariana and uh, Harmony attended the TCA celebration luncheon that was held in Austin. They had a table for 10. There was a, um, eight meeting planners with them, and we were co-hosting with the uh, Holiday Inn Resort. And the only other thing that I have for you guys is that we're also going to be hosting the quarterly luncheon. We're going back to that. Our first one is going to be held next week. On Wednesday, we have sent out invites. We're hoping to see everybody there. We have a great presentation, and uh, we're trying to keep everybody informed on what our department is doing and all the new um, leads that are coming out and all the new uh, marketing that we'll be doing. Any Looks questions? great. Thank you. I, I um, have, Good I have work. a question. Uh, the, um, I, I see the leads going out all the time, which is great. You guys are... They're doing a great job trying to move all that stuff forward. Thank you. <clears throat> um, 
but I also wonder how many of those are we not able to accommodate because perhaps some of our facilities are falling short, facility needs are falling short. Um, we've actually had a really good turnaround with the response from the leads. I think everybody is, is uh, hopped on board and, and joined our team. And uh, we're doing, we're seeing some great communication. Our um, lost leads have been very minimal, and it's mainly due to either a conflict of some other association holding something, you know, very close to it, and being a training um, conflict. Uh, but uh, recently, other than sporting events and things like that, as far as the center not having enough capacity that is the highest rating as far as you know being not being able to to close the leads uh, but uh, as far as responses from everyone including you guys uh, has been absolutely amazing and it's been wonderful and we can't you know we can't say it enough it's been great the communication has really opened up this year and everybody has jumped on board and really been very helpful and we're getting more leads, more and more leads coming in. Well, and I see that, and I just the question in my mind goes, is okay, we've got the leads coming in, we've got great work that's going on here, but can we actually handle them? We you can. The what facilities to, to Yeah, so it's whatever we cannot handle at the convention center, we always look at hotels. We have a total of five citywide uh, conventions that are coming in this year. Uh, besides Texas City Management, we're also um, hosting the South Texas County Judges. The one that's right around the corner is SEAT, which is the code enforcement. Uh, they exceeded. They have one host hotel and three uh, overflow hotels, and they've exceeded their attendance, uh, you know, uh, from for the history of the board that is there. We're also hosting the um, district attorneys this year in June. And again, that um, that lead came in at only 500 room nights, and I think they've done 1,000 already. One of the big leads that we just got in was also through the Texas Parks and Wildlife. That is 360 room nights on peak. Um, so I'll, we'll be sending that out, and we're hoping that if we package it correctly with you know multiple uh, overflow um, hotels that we'll be able to get that in 2025. Thank you, Myra. The, the, the part of the reason I asked this question is uh, also has to do with uh, our economic development, our EDC in town, and some of the closer collaboration I'd like to see us have with them in terms of this just becomes an example of that. And uh, I would love to hear reports from them, and I would love to give reports to them in terms of being able to work closer together in the community here. So that just becomes oh, and absolutely, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Tom. And um, Myra and the, and the team and, and Harmony and the team are doing a great job of finding new leads. And um, of, of course, we run into situations where we cannot accommodate uh, due to our size at our convention center. And that supports our attempt to expand our convention center to... to uh, well, I specifically didn't, didn't ask that question, but let's have that <laughs> conversation. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Excellent work. Yes. Marketing and communications. Good morning. That's right. Again. Good morning. So here is your organic social media overview. I know I told you last month that although I gave you the year at a glance from January to November, now I'm going to present you with December numbers. Um, so for Facebook, here are the top posts. Um, the you know our visitors were very happy for those that couldn't um, attend and those that also attended were happy to see who were the winners of the lightable parade and also um, followed by that post um, during the lightable parade we had two facebook lives one was um, you know during the parade it was 
you know, broadcast it in both English and Spanish simultaneously at the same time. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we had um, comments from, you know, the top cities that you saw earlier in PDL's um, presentation. So, you know, I was there saying hi and greetings from South Padre Island, and they were just happy to see the, the parade, although they were not able to be here. And then followed after that, we also started another Facebook Live to um, showcase the fireworks and also it was very well received. So actually the fireworks, um, the fireworks show um, Facebook Live was the one that outperformed the actual parade too. Um, and last but not least, also we like to showcase uh, our aerial views of our beach and that one is always well received. Um, this is the video performance, all encompassing organic and paid. Um, and again, those two Facebook Lives uh, during the Light of Bow Parade really performed uh, very well. So now for Instagram, we had a, a good audience growth. We continue growing and growing, thankfully. And again, we're also monitoring what, um, you know, what post and what content is the one that, you know, brings in this engagement. And then these are the top posts on Instagram uh, for December, and we continue to see that the video formats are the top performers. Um, this uh, video of night views of our island was very well received. Uh, we also had the uh, One Sea Turtle Inc. release, and that one was also very well um, received. People love to see that. Um, and then also we were actively promoting our 2024 New Year's Eve fireworks show. So that one was also um, very well received and just allowed people to know what we had going on if they were happen to stay here during that New Year time period. Uh, for TikTok, it actually translated um, the exact same ones that performed on Instagram were the ones that perform on TikTok as well. So we like to see that they both um, you know, we don't have to be doing that much adjustment. Uh, we continue to serve our audience and they continue to receive it the, the same way. So that's a great advantage um, that we have at the moment. Um, this is just the growth for um, TikTok. We did increase close to 500 followers. And of course, the high views are what continues uh, to bring in the engagement and followers. Thank you, and I'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Mauricio Cervantes, Marketing and Communication Specialist. So as always, I'll go through the decision numbers pretty quick. Here is the decision report for December. We had a total of 1.6K 1, 1. mentions as a high number. Uh, last month, we had a really high number compared to SpaceX, but we kept it up this time in December. And that gave us a total publicity value of 5.8 million. The top number of publications that affected our overall rating decision were 60 uh, number one stories. The main highlight that we got in December was with Fishing Booker naming South Padre Island the number one winter fishing destination for 20, uh, the winter season and coming up for 2024. Very popular with the winter Texans. Mm -hmm. And of course, we continue to be mentioned in the top 10 best beaches to visit within Texas, the state, the country. It's a pretty good um, numbers we're seeing. And of course, the US is always number one, Australia, United Kingdom. We continue getting more stories out there through Travel Texas. They are bringing in more writers from different countries. Uh, for PR efforts as well, we had five interviews this time around. Again, we always go out with Telemundo, Channel 5, Televisa, <coughs> they're great partners. They're always looking out for more information. Whenever we have events, we're out there promoting it. We help promote Pickleball, Market Days, and all the upcoming events. So it's really great. They're always reaching out, wanting to know more information. And this time around, we had one press release 
uh, pitching the New Year's Eve fireworks show. Great, thank you so much. No, and then also um, this is a new digital billboard that we have, and this one is actually the screen located at the Hidalgo International Bridge. Um, so we are already actively promoting Semana Santa and also our collaboration with the Spurs. So each of them has, um, you know, a QR code, and we were able to target all those visitors that were coming, not just for, you know, for Christmas, but also the Christmas shopping. So um, this is a brand new um, element that we have uh, on that end, and then we're already seeing um, scans from different cities, not just from Reynosa as well. So. We're excited to see how this one goes, and if it continues to give um, you know, good impressions and good results, we will um, look into continuing doing those efforts as well. Great. How often can you change it? Um, we can change it at any time. Um, so yeah, right now it's, it has the um, Spurs and Semana Santa messaging, but right after Semana Santa, we will change it to um, you know, already look out for summer vacation and plan your- Cool, um, yeah, uh, I hope so. it works out. Yeah, we'll, we're looking forward to it. We're excited about that, especially because Reynosa is, you know, the main point where more, a lot more cities cross through. Yes. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we have Cindy, our Director of Marketing Thanks. at TACVB right now. And Cindy, are you pre presenting anything? Yes, I'll, I'll be presenting the next slides. Thank All you. All right, fantastic. Thanks. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Sorry I couldn't be there, but um, I wanted to give you some information about what um, we've been working on for spring break. Great. Um, so, so as you know, we have been working with Daniel at, at, over there at Isla Grand on some activities to take place. Um, and, and Raul and Lori, we're all, we've all been working together um, to make this happen. So we've put together... Um, several games that are going to be taking place during Texas week um, from the 10th through the 16th. Um, it'll start at 11 o'clock in the morning and run through 6 p.m. So the events that will be taking place um, are tug of war, um, capture the flag, water balloon toss, cornhole, obstacle courses. We are going to have a DJ. There's going to be karaoke. Um, pickleball as well, and and some more other games that that they will that we hope they they enjoy. Um, and our marketing plan to announce this to everybody that is there on the island, and for people just to know about it, um, we we're gonna be, we have some paid social ads um, that we're gonna be running. It's gonna we we're creating a flyer and and a link on our website. Um, we're also going to be doing the, the SMS uh, as well. So I'm working with the Zimmerman team um, at the moment. We want to create texting so that the, the people that have already signed up for the text messages on what's going, what's taking place during spring break, um, they'll be able to receive this information about these activities and, and of course, other events taking place on the island during this week. But also while they're on the island, um, we're coming up with a plan to reach the kids that are already on the island so they know when and where and what to do um, here at Isla Grande and, and of course, uh, other, other hotels as well. Um, we are creating median, median banners and feather flags that are going to be placed um, 
throughout the island and flyers as well that we hope to place in um, in businesses so um, so the students can um, snap a picture of the QR code and receive information and sign up also for these text messages so they know what to do on the island. Cindy, what did you say the dates are for this? It's March 10th through the 16th. Okay. So Texas week. Texas week, correct. And then from 11 in the morning until 6 p.m. Cindy, I'd be interested in what kind of um, metrics, numbers we get as a result of this and, and what kind of participation we get, those kinds of things. Absolutely. Result. And and another thing I, I forgot to mention, um, during, during Texas week, me and my team are going to be um, having activations throughout the island. Um, we are going to be giving away promo items to those that um, take a quick, a very quick survey because we know they're not going to want to answer too many questions. But um, the Z team is also helping us with that as well. Um, so we can also receive more leads um, through this and also to help us out for next year on, on what they're looking for. Also where they're coming from, where they're staying, how many kids are coming with them. So um, we are going to have an activation every single day um, during Texas week. I think this is a great move in the right direction. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Do we uh, have anything now, planned for week three of spring break? I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? Week three of spring break has always been my concern personally. Mm -hmm. I'm not really concerned about Texas week because we know we're going to be very busy. So what are we, do we have anything available for week three of spring break? And if not, then that's fine. If it's not practical, it's not practical. Yeah, we're just concentrating on Texas week right now. Yes, this is this is all on Texas week. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and then also we have the spring break escape sweepstakes that were that is um, being run through the San Antonio Spurs. Um, I reached out to them because I wanted to see where we were at once it had run about four weeks. Um, and we still have another four weeks to go. But um, as of those four weeks, um, the sweepstakes was doing very well. And we received 31,958 impressions, um, 1,847 engagements, and total entries as of, again, those four weeks was 1,633. Um, so the leads that were available were a little over 700. Um, these are the leads that everyone that that entered into the sweepstakes, they clicked, they checked off that they would like to receive more information about spring break on South Padre Island. So all these leads have already been inputted uh, for our partners to, to view as well. Great, great results. Um, and another effort that we're doing is college and it's in our college digital signage that um, we have, we started running um, last week. Um, so we have digital signage within a three mile radius of campuses. So we're, we're doing this um, with 23 universities throughout Texas and the Midwest. Um, so the digital signage that you see here, um, it is placed in, it's on billboards it's in gyms, apartment complexes, some campuses, and bars. Um, 
And these are all, um, this will all lead back to our spring break landing page and for the kids to sign up for um, texting as well. I want to know how to escape responsibility. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> mm -hmm. That sounds great, Sandy. Um, we've been waiting quite a while to actually get something like that launched. Well done. Thank you. Gentlemen, and any questions? Go ahead. Is there any questions for Cindy or anybody else on this item? Did you have something? No, I was just confirming the slide. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Cindy. Cindy. Thank you. Great stuff. Great stuff. Okay. Mr. Henry, anything else on that item? You want the, no, under there? Okay. Okay, great. We'll move to item 5.3, discussion of possible action regarding the funding request for Splash Unified 2024. This went to special events last week. I watched this meeting. <clears throat> I think Mr. Henry has some comments on this um, regarding this request. It's my understanding that they requested $15,000. Correct me if I'm wrong, April, on any of this. They're requesting 15,000. Last year, they were granted 10,000, is that correct? Correct. And that was in with reimbursable marketing only uh, based upon reimbursable receipts from their expenditures. Correct. Mr. Henry, <clears throat> you have a recommendation on this item in particular. I think maybe you had maybe you'd mentioned 10,000 is what you were comfortable with, which is what they were granted last year. Is that where you're at regarding Splash, which is, as you gentlemen know, one of the very few LGBT-friendly um, events that this island hosts. Yeah. Um, our team recommends that we stay at 10,000 instead of 15,000, marketing purposes only, not operational, with a special emphasis on the uh, post report. Um, it needs to be filled out. It needs to be uh, sent back to <laughs> April and her team within 30 days. Um, and if not, then the funding will not be released. Uh, it needs to be filled out accurately with, uh, with the most up-to-date information. Mm -hmm. I think that we've had some issues in the past, uh, and I, I hope uh, and it is our intent to... Uh, to have all this paperwork filled out correctly this go around. Gentlemen, do you have any questions for Mr. Henry or, or April on this? Um, Mr. McGee could not make it to this meeting, but that's okay. He already presented to the Special Events Committee. Well, I appreciate your comments, uh, Mr. Henry, on that, and it's good to know. Um, I mean, generally, we have seen in a lot of these decks, you know, comprehensive reports about how funds were spent on these events, and I know you spent a lot of time April putting those things together. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've got to hold people who we give money to accountable, so I, that's, my motion would be to approve the 10,000 as last year. Can you, Mr. Goodman, can I ask you to clarify that motion mm -hmm. with a reimbursable? Uh, yeah. Uh, this is on a reimbursement basis, so th this, this promoter essentially will go ahead and market their event they will, these, these, these receipts will be submitted to okay. Mrs. Moore. Sure, that makes sense. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, Lori, but as you receive these, 
you'll process them and reimburse them as they come, or is it mean one lump sum, or is it as it's being spent? This, this, uh, this yep. was fifty. How you operate right. with when it comes to that? Yeah, fifty percent of the ten thousand will be released. Uh, um, You're comfortable with that? Correct. Yes, correct. Okay. Then I will amend the motion to say we will uh, release 50% of the $10,000 uh, and then the other 5000 five thousand will be retained as reimbursable expenses are submitted to the up to $10,000. That, that'll work. I'll second that. Now we're in discussion. Do you gentlemen have any other questions or comments regarding this item? Mr. Henry, you're comfortable? I am comfortable. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. Okay. 5.4, discussion and action to approve the funding request for Fiesta Padre Sandcastle competition uh, in, in 2024. This also, I'm going to try to find the dates here real quick, gentlemen. They're April 27th through May 7th, 2024 at Holiday and Beach Resorts. Okay. Those dates moved be, to not conflict with Splash, which is also being hosted at the same host hotel. So it's, it's still landing in spring. Um, this request is for $15,000 for marketing operations. And speaking to the event promoter regarding this event, he's comfortable, as far as I understand, he's here. Mr. Hancock is here to answer any questions, should anybody have any. $15,000 in marketing only. It'll cover the cost of operations. Now, Mr. Henry also has some comments on this as well. Just so you gentlemen know, we've been reviewing this, these applications thoroughly uh, over this past week. Mr. Henry, do you, <clears throat> as I understand it, you're more comfortable with an investment level of $5,000 for marketing of this event, which is essentially also Sandcastle Lessons for Children, families, and then there's some other smaller events scattered in there that'll be hosted there at uh, the host hotel. Is $5,000 for marketing comfortable with you, Mr. Henry? Correct, 5, 000, uh, the team uh, suggests $5,000 for marketing purposes only. Um, and again, same level of detail with post-report reports uh, need to be filled out correctly and, okay. within, and submitted within 30 days. Are you comfortable with this, many, this money being submitted up front or would you, is this a reimbursable um, Expenditure. Reimbursable. Okay. Mr. Hancock, you are here. Um, if I may kind of just ask the question of you. Um, the, um, we love what you do, and I know that the um, uh, there's a lot of people that do, and we even as an organization want to work with you, and I know you're trying to work with as many organizations or companies out there that do this kind of stuff as possible. Where do you feel like the, uh, I mean, in this particular event, where do you feel like your, your biggest needs are? My biggest needs? Your biggest needs. Oh, marketing. By a mile. Because I, you need to target effectively. You need to ring fence the people who've already visited this island. You need to ring fence the people who uh, target the beach in their searches. And uh, that takes a lot more money than uh, people realize to actually target marketing effectively. So... Well, one, I mean, the biggest, the biggest search page we see on our, our, our website is things to do, mm -hmm. which I'm, I'm assuming that's up there. 
and, and I know that even on our website and other things, we try to put that up there as much as we can to encourage, and, and even with emails, I, as part of our email marketing, we include activities and events such as yours to continue to do. And so um, I just, after the marketing is done, I mean, are they finding connectivity to you easy enough and, and being able to get with you and schedule and all that kind of stuff? Yes, we've got many, there's many different ways to contact us. So we're on all the messaging platforms. Uh, we have direct mail. We have uh, a fully comprehensive website that collects all the information. Um, so yeah, they, there's there's no way they can't find us. <laughs> We're on every social media platform, so across the board. What's the uh, what's the <laughs> the reward for this competition, and how's that going to be handled? The rewards. I mean, there's this is a competition. the rewards. Yeah, it's just daily prizes. It's a fun competition. It's not it's not a serious masters competition like Sandcastle Days. Sandcastle Days is the world's best coming to this island and showing what they can do. But that's not what this is about. This is about bringing families to a hotel get a better room rate, have some fun while you're there, learn how to build a sandcastle, see what our beach is like, and experience the whole island. We have unique activities besides me. Uh, <laughs> is uh, We have SpaceX, the only place in the world you can see that. We have Sea Turtle, the only place in the world you can see that. So there's lots of families to do besides attracting them to the event, which gives them free time on the beach. And, uh, and uh, it's a sizable value to them because my lessons are over $500 for an afternoon experience. So uh, they get that for free. So I'm trying to aim it at people who need a value budgeted family vacation, not, uh, um, and that's not gonna, I don't think that affects ADR. I mean, the hotels, that's the hotels department. They sell rooms. I, I sell the experience that goes with buying that room, so. You're enhancing the guest experience in the spring. <clears throat> exactly so okay we know that i like the concept <laughs> you know i do andy as we've spoken it's been successful absolutely mr henry has made his recommendation gentlemen i in speaking with mr hancock i understand his marketing plan and what he intends to do and he doesn't intend to spend these dollars on marketing which is going to be to families to visit us in the spring, which we know we need. Very difficult to get them here when school is, is, is happening. So do you have any questions for Mr. Hancock about any of this? Andy, Mr. Henry's comfortable at $5,000. That's where he's comfortable with this investment. Mm -hmm. What I would suggest is maybe what well, the motion I'm going to make here, uh, Andy, is I'll make a motion to fund Fiesta Padre for up to $10,000. $5,000 will be presented on a reimbursable basis leading up to this event. If you would want to revisit us, maybe Next month or so, maybe we can see how this is going in terms of registrations and signs up, signups, mm -hmm. and then we can get it up to another five thousand dollars for marketing. Mm -hmm. It's a tricky one because it's not a traditional event. Maybe we can see how it goes. Hmm. So I make a motion to approve up to up to ten thousand dollars with five thousand uh, dollars pending. I don't, I, have, Lori, I don't know how to really yeah, no, no. phrase it exactly that way, but here, 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 Lori can 
shed some light on what we need really to, to show hotel occupancy. So I, I think it will help you, Andy, and, and we're in support of it. You know, we, you, Sean's right. We want to have activities for families here. So I think it will help you, and if you work with the Holiday Inn, if that's your host hotel, is number one, get the contract, which I think you're working on it or already have it. We've already, we already yeah. have it. So number two, I would also have them identify maybe a, a, a check-in code so that way we can track specifically the room nights mm -hmm. for this event. Be built here. Yeah, so whenever, you know, it's just educating the front desk staff, educating the Holiday Inn staff, that whenever you have check-ins, if they're coming in under that specific code, that'll help you, you know, and that way whenever you do your post-event reports, you know, we can have that data. That's uh, already set up. That's already been done. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah that, that'll help a lot, you know, to, to help. It's you a know. confirmed room block, and the, the analytics and the drivers for that are of a specific code for the hotel, which can be reported daily. So Did they, in a, is it 50 room nights, I'm guessing? 50 room nights per day. Per so day. my event doesn't run over a weekend, it runs over two weeks. It's a two-week, yeah. So you have a choice as a family as to when you can travel. That's one of the things that I think is very limited, especially if you have a bad weekend and you get bad weather, mm -hmm. you know, it really limits events. So why not give them two weeks and give them more of a choice, uh, especially families with younger children who can travel anytime. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't want to come at the weekend. They don't want the busy crowds. Yeah, and, did, and also can you tell us, I know that when we spoke at Special Events Committee, um, you were going to work with Holiday Inn. Are they helping with any kind of sponsorship? Are they coming in? No, they're not paying me directly, no. No, obviously they're going to promote it as a hotel. Um, we've got to finalize that to... Uh, strike a balance between the local hotel mm -hmm. uh, social media content and getting a placement on the national hotel site. And so, gentlemen, Mr. Valdez was going to be here. He had another obligation. He was also going to speak on this item as well to clarify what his arrangement is with, with Andy regarding this event. So, Andy, are you doing this solo or you got people working with you? Uh, so for the, for the stuff on the beach solo, but I can, I can, I have backup, yes, for the social media content, no, we've got a cameraman, so we've got a, a camera. And you plan on hiring an agency, correct, to do your marketing for this? Yes, Time Press Media. So they're doing the creation of the websites, and they're also building in the analytics, so the effective uh, uh, mm. measurement is effective. We've also um, got a unique way of measuring registration full-time mm -hmm. that includes the analytics for the room nights and is compulsory in order that you qualify for the event. The event is a two-night minimum stay. Um, last night we called, last time we could, we did three-night minimum, and everybody said that wouldn't work. Okay, so they stay at the Holiday Inn for at least two nights, yeah. free Sandcastle lessons, and there's other activities you have scheduled within those two weeks, correct? Events. You can stay anywhere on the island. Right, and they would pay for that. You pay, you pay a small registration fee, yes, to be involved in it. So that qualifies you for a $600 value if you pay a $50 registration fee. So it's a good, it's good value for families. I'll second Sean's motion. Well, I have to rephrase it because uh, I think Laurie wants me to be more clear here. Well, I rescind my motion, and then Laurie, if you could. Rescind my second. Laurie, <laughs> if you could. Tell me what motion you'd like me to make, I guess, Lori, so that we can all, you know, we're all on the same page here. I appreciate that. I mean, I apologize for this being a little complicated. It's just this is a... May I ask you a question? Please. 
if the registrations are slow at the start, would that affect the payments of the other 5,000? Because if I'm invested in marketing... They don't know the, that, that that's going to happen yet, exactly. What I'm saying is, I'd like, to, I'd like Mr. Henry to see some results, and if he's comfortable further investing in you for this project, then that would be great. He would be... He needs to feel comfortable. Right. Okay. And we're squabbling over here over $5,000, which is very little money in terms of marketing. So, but anyway, but he has to feel comfortable. That's our job here with right. him. Right. I understand that fully. <clears throat> Mr. Henry, do you have a way of clarifying the motion? or do you... Right now, the staff uh, recommends that we just uh, uh, fund $5,000 marketing only, reimbursable, and let's get a full report um, at the end of the two weeks and take a look at it, and we'll, we'll keep that in mind for next year for additional funding. I make a motion to that effect. Emma, is that clear? Is there a second? All in favor say aye. Aye. Motion carries. Thank you, Mr. Hancock. We'll be in touch. Thank you for your efforts. Item 5.5, discussion of possible action to approve the funding request for Shallow Sport Fishing Tournament, May 24. Mr. Henry was comfortable with uh, their request of $25,000, I believe? Mm -hmm. Correct. I think we all know Shallow Sport kills it. They're a great team. I make a motion to approve the funding request of $25,000 for marketing, marketing operations. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. Item 5.6, discussion of possible action to approve the funding request for South Potter Island Half Marathon in November 24. Mr. Henry, I think you were comfortable at this request. I mean, the request was 15000 I. Were you comfortable at $5,000 for marketing? It, is that my understanding? Me, you want me to clarify? Please. 10000 in marketing plus an additional 1000 in marketing specifically mm. to the Mexico market. So it was a total of 11000 Yeah, that 1000 would be for Monterey marketing. Okay. I make a motion to... $10,000 for marketing with an additional 1000 for the Monterey market. Is that... Correct. Works. You said? Is there a second? Second. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. 5.7, discussion of possible action regarding spring break marketing and events for 2024. We went over that earlier. Is this something, I mean, she, cut, she was under the director's report. I don't know if Cindy's still on the line. I, I'm still on oh, the line. Oh, she's still here. Okay. I did, I did discuss what we are working on for spring break, but um, if there's anything else that you need to know, please. You, Please feel free to ask. I don't see a... There's no backup for it. In, in the they wound up under the director's report. Mm -hmm. I, I think I, I think it's because she's on the phone or whatever, so it but got is there, around. Is there a fund request here, though? Is there a dollar request? I don't see that. Oh, no. No. No, no I think it's just basically trying to tell you all that we're doing this in-house. So all of this is mm -hmm. going to be happening in-house with Cindy and her team, myself, Raul. Um, Raul has a, a street team already ready to hit San Marcos at uh, Texas State and then Austin to pass out the flyers for this event, you know, because we're going to start marketing it. I, I sent you all an email with a logo that we're coming up with for this mm -hmm. specific event, which is, I think is pretty cool. It's branded because mm -hmm. um, we want to get it out there already. And uh, we're making unique wristbands so that we can put university battles so they can have those to come out. And we'll have, um... I think this is great. I think it's an opportunity to begin to really start to change the, the, the concept and, the, and the, the, the impression of what spring break is. Yeah. 
And so I, I'm really excited to see how this works. And Yeah, and a lot of this came analytics. from uh, last year. You know, Cindy came on board with us right at the start of spring break. Um, so prior to, it was myself and Mao and Denise. And so we got a lot of feedback as far as like, okay, they're here, they're sunburned. Now what? What do we do? Where do we go? You know, mm -hmm. so I think it's just to give them events to do and then also um, move it around, move uh, traffic around the island. So, and, and I also wanted to touch base real quick. Um, I didn't bring my, my phone with my notes, but um, you asked on the third week of spring break and we do have something in the books right now. Um, it's gonna be a big boxing match that mm -hmm. we have. Um, in the books, Raul's helping us with that as well, and it's um, I'm not a, I'm not a not a fighter, but it's Mr. Vargas, boxer Vargas. So he's a big uh, um, boxer that's coming on the third week of March. So we'll have something going on that week, I guess. I don't know. You know where I'm coming from. I, uh, we're I trying to figure out how to get these kids here the third week on week three, mm -hmm. and no one's willing to invest, and that's why. I mean, it makes more sense to invest in Texas Week. Right. Which I guess is what we're doing. A lot of these kids like the, you know, the, the fighting stuff. I don't know what are they. I, know, I got a grandson that's into that. MMA. MMA kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't, and they got a lot of local people that will do that kind of stuff. So I don't know what kind of event maybe you could put together with that would be very interesting as well. Mm -hmm. You know, not that I'm into. I'm not into it, but same. Kids are. But you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever floats the boat. Well, does anybody have any questions about spring break for anybody? Hearing none, we'll move to 5.8, discussion and action concerning the new meeting uh, date for February. Emma, do you want to see us again? <laughs> you guys. Uh, the next meeting date will be Wednesday, February the 28th at 9 a.m. Gentlemen, are there any known conflicts? Hmm? You're not going to make it? Okay. All right, hearing none, this meeting is adjourned. Thank you very much.